0: Welcome to the Gatecast, and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe.
1: Destiny. The design is clearly ancient. Launched hundreds of thousands of years ago.
2: We were on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people, in the wrong place. Shoot it. <laughs> Why'd you do that? He told me to.
0: I have a gun.
1: What happened? Greer. Greer shot
0: him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe.
3: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 332 Covering our police, Target Universe, Season 2, Episode 2. And the title has Aftermath. Well done. You're going to need that holiday, aren't
0: you? I am. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Thomas.
4: Thank you, Mike. How are you doing?
0: Not too bad. How's yourself? I'm doing well. Excellent. We've had a few hiccups leading up to this recording. Skype has been doing its own sweet thing for for all of us. Maybe for Alan, who's currently busy... (laughs) Installing programs on his laptop Downloading the episode as
3: well I'm done, I'm done I downloaded episode one I had that done My parents have Aircoms, fibre, power, broadband Yay And happy phase is Today is the 30th of September Which means in Three days shy Of three months time Will be my last night in this country From a living in it perspective because on the 28th of December, I'm going home. Back to the cold, cold north? No, that's Ravinia. I'll be for the south. Ah. But the point is, I live reasonably comfortably on 400 a month. When I go back, that money will be going into rent, and I'll be living on 1,900 a month. I still need to find someone perhaps not quite as crazy as Mike to edit my one of two proposed future podcasts. And which are those? Those are either one covering next generation, which I hate you quite love, so that could be an interesting podcast. Or as Andrew pointed out to me, why would you do a podcast and I show you hate? And I said it might redeem itself. The other one would be just a straight lift of this format into Babylon Five. I know it's been done, and I know the Babylon Five podcast actually had interviews with pretty much everyone, including JMS. But I'd still like to do it here.
0: Don't worry about editing, just do it live.
3: <laughs> yeah, then I get an explicit rating on iTunes faster than the drop of a hat.
0: Yeah, as long as you identify that your podcast is explicit, they don't care.
3: I'm sure, well, is explicit PG-13 basically? No idea. I mean, I, I'm talking PG-13 explicit, not Game of Thrones.
4: So were you playing Pokemon Go for a while, or are you still playing Pokemon Go, or did you give all of that up?
3: Uh, It entertained me for six weeks, then I hit level 20, and I was like 75,000, 50,000 XP to 21, 75,000 to 22? Yes, way it does. too grindy. Screw that.
4: Yes, I will not
3: disagree with you at all. So I went back to Ingress, and got Onyx Spec Ops, hit Mission 500 on Tuesday evening in the local university having done 300 missions since April. And I got Platinum Glypher last night, 20,000 Glypher points. I mean, this is purely bragging rights at this point. I'm still 8.2 million away from 16, but other than that, there's nothing to shoot for at the minute. Here endeth the Ingress talk. All right, shall we commence to start?
0: Yep, while everything's working, it's probably (laughs) the
5: best bet. Indeed. The Pulp Podcast, three to ten minutes of fiction brought to you thrice weekly. From cosmic horrors to fisticuffs, fast cars and smart mouths, we've got a chill for every spine. Find it all at flashpulp.com or search for it on iTunes.
0: <laughs> right, it's 42 minutes since this podcast officially started recording. I think it's probably time we actually did something we can use for the show. Probably. Yep. This episode is taken from the region two DVD, obviously because they only ever issued the second season on DVD. I uh, know. Uh, Runtime is forty-one minutes forty-four seconds. We are all currently looking at a black screen with the counter set to zero 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 zero. Alan will shortly do a three-two-one countdown and when he says clicky or press play. We're all pretty much synced up within a few milliseconds of each other, and we will commence. If you wish to watch along with us, all you've got to do is sync up your own video and just listen to our audio. But the podcast isn't really made for that. It's made for listening through earbuds on the go, at work, or something like that. Forget to get. But please do what you will with it, and we don't mind. Don't
3: forget to get some super glue on the last band so you don't lose your expensive wireless Apple earbuds.
0: Yes, you want some headphones to put over the uh, wireless earbuds, uh <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, if we're ready.
0: I am all set. Ready,
3: set, oh. go. So am tonight. So. Call me. Coxie. Oopsie. Ricky.
1: This is what destiny intended from the moment we entered the star system.
0: Right then, here we go. We'll start off with a bit of episode trivia as uh, Nicholas Rush gives us a bit of background information. This is the episode Aftermath, Season 2, Episode 2 of Stargate Universe, gaycast Episode three hundred and thirty two. This episode premiered in American Canada, october fifth, twenty ten. In the UK october twelfth, Sweden, december the third, Germany, february tenth, twenty eleven, and Hungary, april third, twenty fourteen. It was directed by William Wearing and written by Rob C. Cooper. Quite a few shows with episodes of the same name. Storm Chasers, Knots Landing, Lassie, Murphy Brown, Dr. Kildare, Scream, Blake Seven, Criminal Minds, an old favourite of mine, Quincy M.E.
3: I remember Quincy. That's from the Cagney and Lacey era.
0: Before Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of gunshots.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, they're being fairly definitive. They're saying this of... guy isn't getting back up. A lot has happened in the last few episodes.
0: Yes, indeed. They've crammed it in.
3: I don't know if it's shot or if he actually dieted, because he looks emaciated in that t-shirt.
0: Well, they all should, really. Yeah. But then again, you know, maybe three or four months off, you know, he's has lost a little weight, who knows?
3: I mean, either he doesn't look like he's lost a lot of weight.
0: <laughs> he does now, if you see photos of him recently. He's really buff at the moment.
1: Yeah, why didn't you call me? Well, I was going to try a restart first. That's
6: fixed it in the past.
1: What did you just do? Seems to fix the problem. Yeah, I can see that. How? Good night, Dr. Park.
5: Yeah.
0: (laughs) He was a lecturer, wasn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Actually explaining what she's done wrong and how to correct it would be useful, you'd have thought.
5: Mm,
3: Not my my lecturing stuff.
4: But I think it has a little more to do with something else.
0: This annoys me throughout the entire episode. Where's Rush gone? Where's Rush? Anybody seen Rush? <laughs> it's not that big a ship. Big
3: enough.
0: The explored portions are not that big.
3: Yeah, but this is a yeah, previously an open not not an explored portion.
0: Yeah, but if you knew where he went, there'd be a point where you lost contact with him. Come on, Rush. Press it. I do like that.
3: Yeah, but look what he's found. The pressure change. Nice touch. Yeah.
0: Well, I assume this isn't the first time he's actually been here.
4: Mm, Might be, because nothing's turned
3: on. Uh,
0: Well, you mean he just literally walked in and found it, or the ship allowed him to find it? Yes. (laughs) Because there's (laughs) there's a whole thread along through the second season of exactly what the ship's capable of.
3: The ship is talking to you. The ship is talking to me! Loud thud. Yeah. Oh. Ooh.
0: Now this looks like, oh look, a blast screen. But then, no, the whole sudden bridge is raising up. That's different.
1: Hmm.
3: It's a very compact bridge as well.
4: Yeah, well it would be. So is just like a transformer?
3: It's, it's more of a, uh, I think, afterthought. She pretty much flies itself. Yeah, but
0: it was always intended to be fully crude. Oh, yeah.
6: Gloria. Your program finally worked. Unlocked the master code. You found the keys to controlling all of Destiny's systems. Everything. And you're not going to tell anyone, are you?
0: <laughs> a bit of a surprise. You're dead. Uh. <laughs> Either I'm going crazy or. Probably is going crazy. Say something, Rush. She looks good anyway. A lot better than Inhuman. On Death Door
3: Even for the dodgy episodes, Once Upon a Time is worth watching just for rubber cover.
7: (laughs) Which gods?
3: Hmm. Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) Interesting idea that the Lucian Alliance are influenced by religion and prophecy.
4: Or needing a psychiatrist.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Hmm. Depends which way you want to look at it.
4: I sort of see that as the role that she has developed into the HR said. slash psychiatrist. Mm.
7: You asked me why the Lucian Alliance wanted the ship so badly. Why are you here?
3: I never uh, because the choice was either come here or die.
0: To <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to mut say in the matter.
7: You really want me to go for the last twelve or thirteen years? The how and the why of the Lucian Alliance.
3: Um, You've
0: got to admit, for all Gin's done, you know, Greer's going to stay close by her side.
3: Yeah, uh, the question is though, is a recruitment tactic, do you look good in leather? Because <laughs> <laughs> she seems to abandon the leather in favour of more.
7: Two years ago, I was taken by a gang at gunpoint and told if I didn't join the Alliance guard, my family was going to be murdered.
4: Yeah, that's
3: one way to conscript.
7: So you're saying that you had no choice in any of
3: this? We can't afford to have any more redheads, Kale.
0: It makes you wonder how the Alliance actually kept themselves afloat when they were under, within, you know, the realm of the system lords.
4: Hopefully some find some way to integrate them into the rest of the crew.
3: Yeah. Well... (laughs) As I said previously, this reminds me to an extent of the McKee thing in Voyager.
4: Definitely.
0: Voyager didn't have any trouble integrating the crew. It happened quite quickly. Well, that's sad.
4: That and you made the captain of the Maquis the second in command, so he had some authority
0: still. Some Not much, but...
7: <laughs> yes, you have. There's more we can do. There are those among us who are no danger to you. Please. Give us a chance to prove it to you.
3: Excuse me for a second. You too, see carry on.
0: If I were them, I'd, I'd probably station a couple of keynotes in that room, just so you know where everybody is before you walk in. No surprises, then.
3: Hidden up in the top
1: corner?
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah.
1: What
3: are they going to do with us?
0: They didn't
1: tell me anything, I'm a traitor.
0: <laughs> they still still think Telford's a traitor, just Young doesn't trust him much. Or is he a plant? Trust me, he's changed. I wouldn't have thought the uh, remaining members of the Alliance really trusted Telford. Quiet contemplation there, Telford. Ooh, a splat. You
2: gotta be kidding me.
0: They're back to uh, this (laughs) lot.
2: It's hardly worth sitting down. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be giving our rations to the enemy. They're human beings, they have rights. How we treat prisoners of war says everything about us as a moral and civil society.
0: (laughs) That's the spirit.
2: Which pamphlet did you get that from? It's what I believe. Very true. I don't
6: care how secure they are. I can't sleep knowing there's a room full of people on this ship who would kill me first chance they got.
0: I, I didn't really envision Eli as the right wing burnham all variety, but maybe he is. I thought
7: we'd
3: be shared with that, apparently
7: Mm-hmm. TJ's responsibility. She's going to need some time. It's going to be hard enough for her to fulfill her duties as medic.
3: Great, fine, thanks. Yeah,
4: I haven't seen him with as much before. Dad and his hair's getting pretty long. Huh?
7: The IOA reports our conflict with the Lucian Alliance in the Milky Way is escalating. Intel suggests they may be planning an attack on Earth.
0: That's the one thing I do like that SG-1 finish, because I, I wouldn't want a whole season of a conflict between Earth and the Lucian Alliance. get a
4: little boring overall.
0: I don't think they sell it. I cannot believe that they are that powerful. It's as if the Jafar just parked the Hatax and just went home or something, uh. and just left them for anybody.
4: Well, the Jafar can't control every planet, and there's a huge void left by the Gowuld, so...
0: Yeah, but every attack was crewed by Jafar. There were no humans crewing them.
7: They're not all dangerous. If you would just read my report... I
1: please. was just following orders is a claim that I've heard before. People will say anything to save themselves, Camille.
7: So we're just going to leave them on the next viable planet and then wash our hands of it.
1: Let's hope we find a viable planet.
0: Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> if not, we'll just space them. Hmm. Gloria Rush marks a return for Louise Lombard, the uh, English actress. Recently been in Grimm and Starcrossed, as well as many UK productions.
1: This is what you wanted. You know, the ancients never intended Destiny to operate on its own.
0: Well, From this point, we can... Bring a few people in for help here, Rush. She's definitely not there physically, yep. so it could be hallucinating, but I uh, can't believe that is the case, because... Obviously, we saw that when he was sitting in the chair. So is this some sort of hologram being generated by the computer of Destiny? We've only ever seen it in this room.
1: Wouldn't want to stop accidentally and range up another binary pulsar, would I? Good plan. You see, right now, I'm trying to understand why Destiny stops in some planets
0: and not others.
6: Maybe they're just rest stops. Designed to let people get out, stretch their legs, smell the
1: roses.
0: I wonder another thing, how many notebooks do you think Rush actually took with him? Generate them from the ship. I don't think it works that way. Become
1: dangerous, even. But that would mean destiny's has some kind of real-time subspace link to the gates. And look, here, this planet we're approaching. Different classification entirely. Not merely locked out, but it seems to be non-functional.
0: was not so the first time they've come across a Stargate that didn't work. True. So sure.
6: Do you remember the long walks we used to take in the gardens back home?
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> the romantic interlude.
6: Always find a quiet place to call our own. That's
1: it. We need food now. This planet we're approaching should be rich in plant life.
6: Big red X generally means danger. Don't go there, doesn't
4: it? She's definitely very proper.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's not just the accent, but I think it underlines the fact that the rush we see now is not the, the rush that knew were Gloria and lived with her for many, many years.
3: Yeah, well, a, yes. well, a going, going, going noises. That's in my
4: background. Sorry.
0: Okay, it saved a bit of CGI by not Mm -hmm. showing us the planet, or the star.
2: There has to be a reason that Destiny dropped out.
1: There is. Where have you been? Here we go. Mm, Busy. We're in range of a planet that looks like it may have food and water.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) How did he know that? Don't worry about it.
1: Wow. Look at that. Well, how does Destiny have data on a planet with no gate on it? Well, there is a gate on it. It appears to be non-functioning.
2: So, Destiny just happened to drop out close enough for us to use the shuttle? That's convenient. Well, it's not magic.
0: Oh, thank you. Psychic, so are you as well? Yep. I'll
1: be telling Destiny any way I can how short of resources we are. Well,
0: we'll send the team. Mm-hmm. He's been holding little mm-hmm. postcards up to the keynote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> food, water, mm-hmm. spare parts.
2: Shuttle trip will take just under an hour. Less than seven hours total is not much time. However, if we can get the gate operational, we'll be able to transport a
1: lot more food and water than the shuttle.
0: That's a long shot, isn't yeah. it? A long shot.
1: This planet may well be in range the next time we drop out of FTL. If we can get the gate active, we might be able to dial back down the line. You want to go? No, no, I
3: should stay here. Mm-hmm. You get hint, then? <laughs> <laughs> He's found
0: something much more important than going exploring on a planet. All... And who really wants to shuttle ride? Because they're dangerous.
4: He will always find an excuse not to go someplace
0: unless there's something in it for him.
4: An alien spaceship by chance?
0: Something like that. <laughs>
6: we are low in medicinals and I know we'll only be there a few hours so I should at least take a look around. I'll take it easy. Yeah.
0: Well, that's not a surprise. They really went through quite a bit in the last few weeks, haven't they?
4: Well, how many people got shot?
0: And who knows how many TJ had.
3: hmm
0: Any sorts of painkillers or antibiotics you can scrounge up.
3: Antidivastics? Her hormones are going to be seriously awake.
0: Well, that's, that's one thing. She, she's at this point convinced her child's fine.
2: Mm-hmm. The and I've plotted a course. This is Scott, all systems are go, You're ready for takeoff. Go ahead. that.
0: Okay, that looks a big shuttle. Yeah, it has looked big.
4: Yeah. A lot bigger than the puddle choppers.
0: I know we've seen 17-odd people and cargo in it, but it never, from that angle it looked wide as well.
1: You're missing
7: things.
0: Oh, a third voice into the mix, Dr. Franklin. And that is different. He's, his persona is slightly different here. He always seemed to be on the edge when he was alive, if you will.
1: Okay, so tell me. What am I missing? Well, for one, the data on the planet is extensive. What about it? You didn't notice the volcanic activity, the atmospheric super rotation.
0: Oops. <laughs> no, he didn't. This is not a good world to be visiting, by the mm. time looks on it. Mm. Which destiny knew and actually made a point of notifying him.
1: It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You've based your calculation on optimal structural integrity, but based it on the specs in the database, which don't account for flaws that were developed over, I don't know, say, a million plus years.
0: Mm-hmm. When it was brand new.
3: You say they built to last.
0: Well, yet yeah, through the ancients did did know how to build. Even Atlantis, when you got close up of the uh, superstructure, it looked like concrete, but it was still tough.
1: You're about to enter an area of atmospheric superrotation.
0: So that's high winds, then. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, what does that mean? Well, I've done some calculations and you will experience some excessive turbulence, but nothing... The shuttle wasn't built
0: to handle. Okay, thanks for the heads up. Very, very high winds. Mm-hmm. I say nothing about the crew inside yeah. of the shuttle. Yeah, everybody
4: had their seatbelt on? <laughs>
3: All right, you heard the man. Hang on, get a little bit bumpy. It may be a little
0: bumpy. The commentary for this episode was Brian J. Smith and Jennifer Spence. Brian says he was talking to Peg, who, when they were shooting this, actually sat down and said, "I'm not putting my safety belt on."
4: <laughs> little might be an understatement.
0: I had a bit of fun shooting this. Of course, they had to bounce up and down on cue. Oh. Also said so they have to remember to breathe, because when you're bounced up and down, you automatically held your breath.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, my only thought here is, they've already gotten rid of one shuttle. If they crash this shuttle, which it looks like may happen, that means that's all their shuttles, right?
0: Yep.
1: Glad to hear it. Check back in once you've landed. Will do.
5: Scott out.
0: If something bad happens now, they've got to rely on getting the gate working. Mm-hmm. And they have no idea what's wrong with it.
3: Might be buried?
0: This whole sequence is fantastic. Oh dear. If you look at the behind the scenes on the DVD, you'll see how they produced all of this. Hang on! That? Power the systems are down. That's not good.
3: oh. Beep 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 beep
0: Full mixture of CGI and model work.
3: Oh you to give me something.
0: Come on, come on. Hold on. Good advice.
3: That's the mountain. Yep. And they're getting a little up close and personal. <laughs> um, ow.
0: You wanna see this. That is the model being pulled through trees.
3: Well, that's the big green thing. Oh, it's a action. This reminds me of the Enterprise crash scene in generations. Just better. Yeah. Uh, pretty much anything is better than anything in generations.
0: And again, a model running through a big patch of gravel. The texture is superimposed digitally.
3: Uh
0: oh. Uh oh. Put the brakes on. Put the brakes on.
4: So we power slide in? <laughs> nope. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So the cargo, if it wasn't extremely well secured down,
3: it should have gone flying up and smashed. Well, the car was extremely well strapped down. Yeah.
0: It moved a little. Yeah. I've said it before though, a bug bugbear and mine is when you see a spacecraft crash land and it remains relatively intact. Spacecraft aren't really built that strong.
4: Yeah, they never should
0: have been pushed in. So we've just seen this shuttle take out a chunk of a mountain.
3: With an outcropping of wind. Yeah. Yeah, I'd expected that bit to snap off.
0: Obviously alien rock isn't as strong as granite or something like that. It may have been shale. It could have been, yes. Nice bit of sandstone.
1: You okay?
3: Oh yeah, I'm oh, fine. <laughs>
0: Barely.
1: He's got a pulse.
3: Oh no. Riley. Oh god, is Riley a designated injury sponge? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, he got, he got blew up when he was welding. He got shot in the head by the Alliance. <laughs> He's
4: the red shirt that won't die.
0: Yep.
2: Okay, don't try to just tell me where it hurts. It doesn't hurt. I can't feel my legs at all.
0: Oh, that's not good. That is not good at all.
2: Where's Rush? No
1: idea. I called him. This is Young. Go ahead, Lieutenant. Still not sure what happened, sir. Uh, like Rush said, it was a pretty rough ride through the atmosphere. What, what do you mean, like Rush said? He called warnings on the ship's calm. But.
0: Alarm <laughs> he... bells going off. How did he know that?
1: I lost flight control. Injuries.
2: Riley's legs are pinned for now TJ's working on him everyone else is fine right now we're trying to get the back door open we took a lot of damage sir one of the windows is gone
3: okay
0: you'll notice a lot of injuries to the faces of the cast that is fake plastic glass embedded into the skin well not embedded glued to the skin they said that they had a bunch of socks all color-coded with different grades of gravel and dirt and debris (laughs) that they sprinkled around the uh, shuttle and on the actors' faces.
3: Where's Eli the one trying to squeeze
0: him? He's the first one to decide, let's get out of the shuttle. And this is filmed on set, that's a CGI backdrop.
2: How's how's Riley?
0: I don't know.
2: Alright, LT, you take Eli, Volker and Greer.
3: Okay, let's go. Oh, reliable Volker. Sam Gamgee's is a stagate universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel cheated that they aren't in the middle of a forest somehow. Mm-hmm.
3: There are a of Canada that aren't forests. I know there are.
0: They there are did leave the forest, forest and go up like a mountain, so. Of course you did.
7: I'm sure you're thinking this probably wouldn't have happened had we not been so desperate for food and water. Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter
7: now. I reported to the IOA. I don't care. They insist that you keep Camille, the prisoners on board. Colonel,
0: uh oh. There's trouble. A bit of complacency by the guard. Just go on, get him, Simeon. Right Back up. Back up. Here comes the Colonel, who needs
4: to blow off a little bit of steam. And he took a pretty good elbow to the face.
0: Holy. Ah.
5: <laughs> Jeez.
3: I got him.
0: Him Working out some issues, are we, Everett? <laughs>
3: That's going to leave a concussion.
0: At the very least. Everett,
3: Leave it! I don't think Ludorian Phillips has the strength to hold him back.
0: No, not really. The fact that Jung actually came to his senses before he yeah. killed the bloke. It's a good thing.
4: <laughs> there used to be a gate here. So, a uh, meter impact?
1: Well, this is where it should be. You sure? No, if I was sure, there'd be a gate here.
0: Yeah, it could be a meteor impact or some sort of tectonic activity. That's the problem. Even with the best projections of uh, tectonic plate movement, you put something down and 200,000, half a million years later, things are going to be changed. Yep.
7: <sighs> 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 TJ, we can't hold Okay.
0: <sighs> <sighs> Ooh. Ooh, don't
3: <laughs> you know, just
0: shoot. That's a lot of blood.
3: Oh, yeah, that is a lot
4: of
0: blood. You remember, so- you remember signs where the uh, <laughs> no, it, was the signs. it was
3: very predictable. Well, yeah, I thought the whole point to Shambler films was that they weren't predictable.
2: Okay, Destiny just jumped. This is not good. Oh, try not to panic.
0: He's not panicking. <laughs> That's true.
6: What are the odds it'll still be arranged next time it drops out?
0: And it's impossible to know. Uh, I found it. This does look remarkably like the world that they got marooned on an episode back. Mm-hmm. Just with a better. Oh, <laughs> that looks a bit familiar.
2: I don't see it. <laughs>
0: Hello. Look now. Okay, we've got a bit of work ahead of us. Yep. Well, I hope they brought some tools with them. Novels? Well, I was thinking something a little bit bigger than that, maybe a backhoe. Gonna need it. We used to give a lot of praise to people that did all the display work for Atlantis and she one but this bridge requires a lot of work.
4: We've seen this before where different personalities are different aspects of a person's consciousness
3: helping them out, so that's gotta be what she is. Well, not necessarily. Have you not noticed that your friends are essentially, to some extent, aspects of your own personality writ large?
1: You and Dr. Franklin have somehow been manifested by the ship in order to communicate with me. Now, he tends to be a little bit more helpful when it comes to technical matters.
6: Let's see, what are you trying to do?
1: Figure out how to control how long destiny stops when it drops out of FTR.
6: Okay. Can't help you with that, sorry.
1: Right. I am losing my mind.
0: The fact that it's Gloria definitely has got to be linked to human. The fact that he was in communion with the ship's computer.
3: Yeah.
1: Any stargates coming up in Destiny's immediate path?
3: So change the immediate path? Yeah.
1: Or <laughs> we've a bit out of range of the planet the team's stranded on. And with no other gates in range,
6: you don't know how to explain to everyone else why the ship has stopped.
0: Give him time, though. He'll, he'll justify it somehow. I mean, here's the thought. Just tell them. I'm going to damage the drives
1: permanently they have to run for a minimum of four hours each time they're activated, which means next time I drop out, I'll get one last shot at this.
0: Of course, he's so focused on what destiny could represent. He fears that more people just want to abandon the ship.
4: He feels like everybody, if he lets everybody know what he knows, then he will completely lose all control. Yep.
6: Your negligence caused the shuttle to crash.
1: The situation is desperate because of him. He's not fit to lead this mission.
0: They did find a way off the ship and people were moved off. At some point, he would be called back to Earth and he probably would not be sent back.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, yay, using a military spade to dig it out. That's going to take a while.
5: <laughs>
2: hey, how's Riley? He stuck pretty good. He's, he's losing a lot of blood. There's no
1: way to get him free. TJ thinks the pressure from the wreckage what's keeping
0: him from bleeding out. The chances are, even if they, they got him out, there'd be no way they could fix him.
4: No, I thought I'm dying first.
0: Yeah, they haven't they haven't got the drugs or the skull set to do it. I mean, that's just bad luck, mm, isn't it, really? Yep. Good luck that they find a pretty flat plane to land on, but at least it wasn't a cliff where the ship ended up hanging off, halfway off, creaking slowly.
4: And then it falls down to its death.
0: Yeah, a classic. Uh, he doesn't look good at all. Mind you, of them really do.
2: <laughs> no, this one's a first for me. I meant having to tend to someone that you knew was going to die.
0: Uh, yes, <laughs> if, if he needs to point out the fact, I've been blown up. I've been shot.
3: Yeah. I thought I'd live forever. Sounds crazy. But given, given his look, I doubt it. The explosion and you know getting shot.
2: I kind of figured that maybe it just wasn't my time.
0: Wow, I think they're really going to make you work for this, uh payoff.
2: I'm not all that spiritual.
0: Oh, that is beautiful. Some
4: very nice lens
0: flare. That shot really did have a religious aspect to it. Obviously, tie-in with the dialogue.
4: How convenient that we're talking about religion at this time. Hmm.
0: Is that the actual system star setting? The light coming through the one of the windows? Possibly. Obviously, I ain't gotta assume they planned it that way.
4: Oh, I'm sure they do.
0: Of course, Will Waring, the director, is by trade uh, a camera operator, so he's probably got an eye for this sort of thing. He doesn't have to rely on his camera operators to suggest angles and Same. positions that will look good. He knows there's it automatically. Things. We
6: know that there's so much we don't understand.
0: Beings more powerful than us. And this is probably good for TJ to actually open up to somebody as well. Obviously, he talks to Chloe a lot, but...
4: but... Bottles up an awful lot.
0: By the way,
3: precisely where are you guys, time-wise?
0: 27.56. Since we're all watching the same video, we
3: should always be synced up. Indeed. We should be, but I realised why I stopped recording on Linux.
6: Remember that planet that we stopped at that we thought was created by aliens? Yeah.
0: Where is this going?
6: I know this sounds crazy, but I went back there.
0: Yep, crazy.
6: I don't know if it was a dream, a vision maybe. They said that they came and got me.
0: This is kind of the Cliff Notes version of that episode.
6: They have my baby.
0: Or do they? We may never know.
6: And she's safe there. Do you you believe that? It felt real. And I don't know how to explain it. I want it to be possible. It's just that little... little bit of hope. It makes things bearable, so.
5: So
0: I let it live. Unfortunately, in the real world, it's not always that easy. But it's working for TJ. Oh, Dr. Park. I wonder if that's empathy. Or maybe there's something in her past as well. Camille and Everett. Pretty rare to see them together in uh, the same frame of mind.
3: I want to apologize for my people's behavior. The next viable planet
1: we stop at, you're all going to be left
0: there. Mike Dopu? Making his appearance as Varro? I
4: think I liked him better as Obadiah Ventrell, the bounty hunter.
0: Yeah. He's got to, you know, his character's got to settle down in the show. He does become a regular in the second season. At the moment, though, he's uh, pretty much up in the air.
2: You know, I, I think I-, I remember reading somewhere that a big enough explosion close enough to a Stargate can, can detonate the superconductive material that it's made of. The-, the resulting explosion can take a chunk out of a planet. Well, it's not going <laughs> to... It's
3: not
0: going to be that that big. Uh, let's
3: hope not. Yeah, let's blow up the planet. I haven't blown up a planet. I miss Rodney.
1: <laughs>
4: we can't blow up the base in this one exactly, so I guess we can only blow up planets.
2: Do you want me to flip the switch or not? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, sure. I'm, I'm flipping, flipping the switch. The switch.
0: No, flip. flip it right. At this point, they haven't got much choice. Destiny jump. Oh, oh, Destiny's already jumped. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah.
3: Bang. At the big bang.
4: And now, there should be rock and debris coming down on them as well. There should, shouldn't there?
0: No, it wasn't. That
1: was pretty
3: big. We keep jumping back and forth.
0: Now, was that just a coincidence that Telford was standing there? Or has he been patiently waiting for somebody to come a call in?
1: I have a short list. Based on intel provided by both myself and Camille Ray, you're being ordered to keep a select number of Lucian Alliance on
0: board. Perhaps. Which one? A select member? If
1: I don't, I assume you're going to tell me that you've been ordered to relieve me of my command. You think you've earned the trust of the men and women on the ship enough for them to follow you?
0: How is that going to work? Seriously? Mm-hmm. I know there's plenty of people that don't like Jung, but he's done enough to pull through, and Telford isn't exactly the most beloved character.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, what out?
2: Rush, this is Young. Where are you?
3: <laughs> He's not suspicious at all, is he? It's
2: less than three hours. The address of the planet came up, but it's still locked out. The strange thing is that there are no other planets in range. Nothing. What would we drop out? Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Suggestions? Try to bypass the lockout. Dial anyway. It's a long shot. That's all we got. Rush, we're headed to the gate room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody knows.
1: Where have you been? Engine control room. Doing what? Well, the FTL drive's still suffering some effects from the pulsar radiation. It's stopping at shorter intervals now, but regardless of whether we're in range of a planet or not.
3: Hey, it got uh, it got young out of the awkward discussion with Telford, yeah. Controlling the engines. <laughs> <laughs> come on, it's <laughs> obvious answer. it's got of thing we should say. And he's got an
0: excuse of why the ship stopped early. Yep. He's gotta figure out something to say. Young don't believe him, <laughs> you can see that in his face. Something is going on.
3: He doesn't believe him, but he can't come up with a plausible other thing to say. Mm-hmm. I agree, I lift heavy wrong. Yeah. Um, guys, move. Move. Move, quickly.
0: I've got to admit, they've done some
3: decent work there. Rocks of yourselves, you idiot! (laughs) (laughs) It's working. It's working!
0: What's it powered by? Has it's own internal battery? The gauge draws power from anywhere.
4: Right? has a relieved look on his face.
1: Glad to see you guys are okay. Where
0: are the others? Uh, I don't know, a little bit of a pop-out. They can't, They yeah. kind of forge that a bit.
3: Scott's so dirty and, well, Colonel, pretty clean overall. Greer is... Well, Greer is Greer. He's almost the sort of standard by which to measure the soldiers. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> God, you made a mess of the shuttle. That's the last time I let you drive this.
3: Okay, who let TJ drive?
0: <laughs> this is awkward.
3: Yeah, just a little bit.
1: Give me a
0: minute. I can't even imagine what's going through Young's mind at this moment. Obviously, military man, probably commanded people under fire, seeing his fair share of death. But this, right in front of your face, impossible to know what you'd do. Sorry, sir.
1: You are a fine soldier, a good man. I know no, this is your fault.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. I wasn't blaming myself.
3: Is this where we have a little heart-to-heart?
0: Yes. And
3: they gonna shoot you in the head?
0: No, they've only got so many bullets. This isn't going to be good. I'm not going to be around that much longer. What What can I tell your family? He died well.
2: Nothing really seems like enough.
0: Well, just make sure that at some point they get the uh, keynote recordings we've been making for the past God knows how long. Mm-hmm. now at this point given banishment or staying on board would you just say sod it and just grudge him I mean what have you got to lose pretty much guarantee that you, if you're abandoned on a planet you ain't going anywhere you're going to probably die quickly yeah cheer up everybody
2: <laughs> how long do you think it'll last <laughs>
0: oh, yeah that's, that's, that's quite funny <laughs> I don't know now if anybody yep if anybody wanted to know why, how Stargate Universe was different from SG-1 and Atlantis. just right here. These are the couple of minutes you want to show them. Mm-hmm. Much, much different tone.
2: I'd ask for your gun, but I don't want them to blame you.
0: Oh, that is black, dark humor from Riley. Sir. Please. Yeah, none of this, you know, we don't leave anybody behind, you know, or anything like that. we
4: begging them to kill him. I mean, I know there was a scene in I think it was SG-1 where Field was asking to die, but, of course, we're not going to let him.
3: This is different. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Well, it's, it's the age-old question. You can you can let him be, and he'd probably take a couple of hours to die in agony. Or you can try to make it as quick and painless as possible.
3: Mm-hmm. Then you cut the federal artery. He'd be dead in about three minutes. Yeah, but then you then you can't
4: quite say it was more natural than anything. We're here... A little more natural looking.
0: A clear demonstration there by Riley how helpless he is. He cannot move. And he's in agony when he tries to untouch his back. Just silence from Young. Who knows what thoughts are going through his head. But it looks like he's made his mind up. I think what we're seeing here now is acceptance from both Riley and Young. A small smile from the Colonel. Acknowledgement from Riley.
3: He's not even trying to, you'd struggle. Whether or not you consciously want it, you'd still struggle.
0: He does, you can see eventually mm-hmm. the panic. I think his buying his damage as well.
3: He's not even trying to, you'd struggle. Whether or not you consciously want it, you'd still struggle.
0: He does, you can see eventually mm-hmm. the panic. I think it's fine. His damage as well. But there's the fact that he stares him straight in the eye well, all the time. Oh,
3: that is vicious. That is super harsh.
0: <laughs> and Jung holds his breath while he's doing Don't it. Don't
4: look into their eyes as that's happening. You'll be seeing that for the rest of your life. You think Jung hasn't killed before? Oh, I'm sure he has, but looking straight into the eyes of the one
0: that you're killing. Yeah, I think Jung wants to remember this for as long as he lives as a failure on mm-hmm. his part.
3: Oh, it's Rush's fault. Exactly, it's Rush.
0: Yeah, but Young is the commander of the mission. He's Riley's one of his men. Doesn't matter whose fault it is. He died under his watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not the first, won't be the last.
1: He's gone.
0: wasn't something he could let anybody else do for Riley. He had to do it himself, and he did it, looking him straight in the eye.
4: I wonder if those four have an idea of what he did.
0: I'm sure they did. Nice is a little montage. Riley's voice in the background.
2: You know, you'd figure being stranded on this ship in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of strangers would be the problem, but that that isn't it exactly. To Riley. It's, not, it's not so much being out here as it is not being there. For the, the birthdays, the weddings, the funerals, simple things like just taking your nephew to school on his first day, or even taking the dog for a walk—you know, just not not being there.
0: Some of this we've heard before.
3: Gotta wonder if they kept the redhead retic- you. Well, we have a.
0: She was cast probably because yeah. she was cute. Plus, Julian McGiven is a good actress, mean, starred in Mad Men and Supernatural and many other shows.
4: But she has a role to fill here soon, I'm sure. Yeah, more harshness.
1: There was nothing that could be done for Riley. Stalling Destiny any longer wouldn't have helped him.
3: Not sending them there in the first place would have helped him. Yeah. <laughs> what
1: well, do you think? I don't know. All of this... Is my fault
3: because it is.
1: I was trying to save lives, all of our lives, not just my own. This database just confirms what I knew all along. This ship was named Destiny.
0: Yeah, but like I say, if he let other people come up here and look at this tech and programming from different perspectives, he could have full control of the ship, he could be far deeper into its core programming than he is now.
3: Yeah, Rush getting in deep. hmm
0: It looks more like a Klingon bridge, actually.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: The centre throne, well, as it was. Can,
4: uh, the Defiant was a lot like that as well.
0: Ah, yeah, but Defiant still had nice comforting.
3: <laughs> and a hollow communication, <laughs> which they used for three episodes and then we never saw again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it was such a ridiculous mm-hmm. idea. Uh, hello, that's new
3: is that a space station?
4: No, that was showing the destiny
3: Whoop! we're out of... Pretty... I
2: oh, must be like Rush said. Another short jump because of the radiation effect. Something just came up on sensors.
1: This is Rush. Meet me in observation deck. Oh, uh, that's no good. I heard the radio chatter.
0: Why? Where were you, Rush?
1: <laughs> What's going on? There's an object
2: out there. It's just coming in the ranch. What is it? We're not sure, but we're about to find out.
1: We'll have it
4: Yeah, that's gotta be the only issue with having comms like that, is everybody can hear everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least everybody that was yeah. issued a walkie talkie. Mm-hmm. Now, unless you're within. I don't know, a few miles of it, you won't be able to see a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And that is a very worn and beaten nose cone, isn't it?
4: Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: you should be very grateful that you've got the shield that's covering mm-hmm. those great big holes in it. Right, that was Aftermath.
3: A lot that happened. Can I make an observation? Of course. Now, this is a reference that some of our listeners will get. I know Mike will get, but I don't think Thomas will. Anyone thinking the Lucian Lions leaving them there with a ship, given their Romer like status, not a good idea? Tell me they, wa- they don't have the wherewithal to fix the thing up and get it flying again. But if they don't have the necessary tools or parts, how
4: can they?
0: Do you think they would have. I would question if they were put down on the same planet. I think Jung might have found at least a planet with some vegetation, and I don't think he'd want them on that planet with that ship.
3: And his mortar?
0: It wasn't murder. It was assisted suicide.
3: Oh, well, Everett, Kevorky, and you.
0: <laughs> well, that's a grey area, isn't it? I mean, we didn't see them retrieve the body. Chances are the only way they would get that body out is if they ripped them in half. Yeah. Was there some way to destroy the shuttle with the body inside it? Probably. It had fuel.
4: Drop enough C4, I imagine it would.
0: Maybe they could, yeah, could spare a little bit of C4. They haven't got a huge amount. If they'd have shown them destroying the shuttle, that would have made more sense. Like I say, I don't think they would let those resolutionalize people down on that planet so close to the shuttle, although it definitely wasn't going to be flyable because half of it was wrecked. Yeah. But I think at the very least they'd put them down on a planet with some vegetation.
4: Well, there's vegetation. There was trees you crashed through.
0: Yeah, but they they probably ended, ended up crashing miles away from that forest. And it wasn't a dense forest because, that, mind you, that, that shuttle went through a mountain, so a few trees went on Look into the DVD extras. You've got some interviews with Hague Sutherland, as well as some behind-the-scenes footage of his final day shooting. He said in one of these interviews, he had a red shirt in his closet. <laughs> Probably always useful when you're on a sci-fi show, just in case.
2: It's all you can ask for in this life is a good death. Everybody's got a red shirt in their closet somewhere. That's show business, baby. I wasn't overly shocked, but I was dismayed. You work... Uh, with a group of people for a long time, and it becomes like a family. I love the people associated with this show. Always loved coming to work. Never felt like work, to be honest. It was a great episode, and uh, you know that's the thing that you you always have to be appreciative of when you're leaving a show is that you get a good death, and it's a great death. You know, it was an emotional scene, and pretty powerful writing. Every actor wants to bring as much truth and honesty to the scene that they can and I hope that we did that. Lots of times you know you 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 come on set for a day you know you you spit out a couple lines and, and you're done. When you can work for months and months with somebody and establish relationships and those relationships can you know feed into the into the scene and into the work and all that kind of thing, it makes it that much more juicy, I guess. So it's a a terrific opportunity. This was uh, something special.
0: There's a lot more to that interview, if you want to have a look at it, on the DVD extras. Right, a little bit of trivia on the director and the writer for this episode. Will Waring, he directed 13 episodes of SG-1, 16 of Atlantis and 9 of Universe. Also directed episodes of Continuum, Strange Empire, Dark Matter... And the upcoming show Travelers. Robsy Cooper. He wrote 39 episodes of SG One, five of Atlantis, and six of Universe, as well as The Ark of Truth. He's written for Flash Forward, Sci Factor, and Dark Matter, and is currently the executive producer for Dirt Gentle's Holistic Detective Agency.
3: Come, try ya.
0: A very good episode, maybe not the most enjoyable, because it was. It had some very dark moments in that. Indeed. No real humor, a little bit of action with the crash, some very brutal mm-hmm. violence, really. But a farewell to one character from Destiny. you got to have
4: something rough every once in a while to
0: move along the plot. It does. I don't think in the interview, Haig indicated that he was moving on. So it was something that the writers decided upon. As you've just said, there's got to be consequences or there is no drama. You can't keep risking everybody's life and having them survive every week.
4: Rush has to feel the weight of his decisions and actions.
0: Yep. Indeed. That was Aftermath. Next week we are going to be watching Awakening.
3: The ship looks like Destiny on the next all-new
0: Stargate universe. This ship is sizable analogies. How sizable enough to power the gate and get
5: us home. You find something interesting? Yeah, actually something interesting found me. Yeah. Is not a lot. Stargate universe, an original series. All new this Tuesday at nine. Only
0: on sci-fi. Thomas will be joining us for that, and we will be recording that episode in a few minutes. Indeed. Yep. Thankfully, everything's <laughs> recorded okay. The initial fun and games is a relief. Waves twenty flight.
3: Jack, Daniel, are you you? Yeah. You. What? I like the
1: yellow
5: ones. Never mind. Good evening, Alan, Mike, and the Gatecastnesses. Brad from Australia here with some uh, feedback for the upcoming episode, aftermath. It seemed like there's a step missed here where Rush just suddenly discovers the bridge and his operating systems. Last we knew, they had a hint of what the master code was, but now that seems to have led to the bridge. I think the, uh, the big talking point of this episode is the uh, death of Riley. I seem to remember Young shooting him. The uh, the whole suffocation thing, I uh, did not remember at all and did not see it coming. And that is very hard to watch Shows why Young goes into the spiral that he's about to go into. Very hard to see, and I'm glad we don't see anything more like that in the series to come. Spoiler. That'll be thoughts on Aftermath,
0: and I'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for that, Brad. Much appreciated. And I tend to agree with you. It looked like Rush was discovering the bridge for the first time, but I assumed he already had. Maybe the computer was just giving him the code to the door. But there does seem to be missing scenes. As for Young, very much a situation which could drive a man or a woman over the edge. He's probably fortunate that there was only alcohol available. It could have been much worse. OK, if you do want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are, of course, on Facebook and Google+, and on Twitter, at TheGateCast, which is one word. We are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. Any reviews and ratings on those services would be much appreciated. And finally, everything's consolidated on our website, which is gatecast.co.uk. All the links to our various social media locations will be found there, as well as the manual RSS feed, which you can copy and paste into a podcatcher and get access to our entire back catalogue. I think that'll do then. Let's get back to the show. Come try ya. Right then, any last thoughts before we wrap the episode up?
3: None that I can think of. Let's hope the next episode is a bit more fun.
0: (laughs) Okay, then. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you join us next week. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And Thomas. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.